Perfect Minecraft Podcast. My name is Rotund, and today we have a very special guest. We have uh, returning for the first time on this very show. We have Golvin. Say hello, Golvin. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. So kind of a difference difference here for anybody out there. People are like, wait, what's going on? Like right at the, right at the beginning. But uh, yes, Rotund is back. People aren't don't, don't understand. He's back. He's taken over. He said he wanted to do this this one time, and I'm already re- regretting my decision. I to know. I just wanted to be funny, but <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's backfired now. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> start of over. Start another podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Start another podcast. This podcast is done now. It's it's like dead horse, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, wanted to have you back on, and I you know. I like having you on every so often and just because, you know, not only to go over the spreadsheet and kind of stat weight, especially with the item level boost, since that's more of like, I would say your forte or your experience um, with the, what you kind of give to the community as far as their crafting, but then also kind of go into a little more of the, the other aspects of the game, which we don't really cover too much with the other guests on the show. I'm kind of here or there, like what are their thoughts on certain things, but, you know, kind of giving into more of like the core of game design because there was a huge blow up on Twitter, on all the forums, everywhere, about the i5 item level boost. So I kind of want to get your feedback on that, uh, since you are technically also in your in your spare, spare, spare time doing some some type of game design. Doing do, doing doing amateur game design. Yeah. Yes. And, <laughs> nah, that that means a lot. I appreciate having coming back on. I mean, I I haven't been logging into the game lately, but um, I mean, I, I I still keep the still keep my spreadsheet updated. Still keep mm-hmm. all that. Um, all that up to date and I'm, I'm kind of interested to see like where the monk goes but um just garrison's rip'd me so <laughs> which i have actually you're not the not the you know you're like a trendsetter that's what i'm gonna call you you're like the trendsetter you're the first of the kind because there's a lot of people and a lot of big monks too like i've seen a lot of monks saying hey i'm like i've just seen oh hey they're not rating what's going on and i ask around and like oh yeah they they quit they just kind of got burned mm-hmm. out um, even had people like burn out because RP no because of the what no, is it, no, the, the random a, loot the random loot chance yeah. right like not not just the roll but the oh I get a heroic warforged and they quit right. because of that because they're just like I'm yeah. done with this game at that yeah. point <laughs> they'll get like they'll get like the best trinket possible on their alt yeah exactly be like this, <laughs> that's, this that's is it. I'm done garbage or, done or they get like a, or they get like a good item in their cash from on their alt and they're just like this mm-hmm. is this is just stupid I'm not doing this again yeah, <laughs> yeah it's I mean. I don't know. It, it's been it's been that's been the late the news lately is there's a lot of guilds stopping and there's a lot mm-hmm. of players stopping. And I'm I, I don't know. I, I did it for, for the garrison reasons, but I'm wondering like rating is still good. Like I hear people really enjoy mm-hmm. Blackrock Foundry. Like I, I did it once before my subs expired and I thought the fights were you know, the fights weren't like nothing blew my hair back, but they're like at least entertaining. Um like Cromog. I was like, Oh, Cromog, oh, it's the guy from Moldoar, okay. Yeah. And and stuff like that, but which is which is really funny because it's I mean it's pretty close to well I mean I guess it's not identical because he does like he does a little different just stuff copy but, paste old wire yeah, and make just, it yeah, like, orcs let, let, what's what's <laughs> one of the coolest fights but he doesn't have any laser beams though yeah that's he just true. says like his hands do all the work um, yeah but uh, yeah I mean it's I, I think from my experience and kind of talking with other players as well in regards to that it's just. It's not really, I mean, they've all said, like you mentioned, the raids are the best they've ever experienced. I think it's just burnout. I think it's just 
the fact that you there's two separate lockouts now and a lot of people a lot of guilds are forcing them to do double things right. and i know and a lot of yeah, a lot of people to, like, quit maintain alts exactly stuff. you have to maintain alts you have to do the garrison stuff but not just that you know if you want to really be good on, i mean and it's also the combination 10 to 20 uh, 10 to 20 25 to 20 a lot of people got reserved to bench and they didn't like mm-hmm. like doing that they're like why am i here i'm just gonna quit i'm just not gonna play anymore if I'm if I'm not going to be in, if I'm not going to look for another guild, I'm done. I'm done with this game. Um, also, probably had to do with the fact, like I mentioned, the two lockouts. So if you want to progress in your server, if you're used to being like number two, 25 man, and then all of a sudden now you're number six, 20, 20 right. man. I mean, that puts a lot of stress on a guild. And yeah, and there's I think, a lot of 10 man guilds step that actually oh, stepped yeah, up. Oh, really like good. Took. I mean, well, I mean, look at Nightmare Asylum, which, yeah. <laughs> which is funny, right? Nightmare Asylum, like the number two U.S. 10 man guild has, mm-hmm. has imploded on Black Hand. And I think a lot of, a lot of the top guilds is because Black Hand required perfect play, mm-hmm. three rogues, and, and just, a, yeah, I mean, perfect execution. I mean, you, right. I mean, watching the videos, no one made a mistake. And that's just like I watching. It's like there's no one like oh, except for uh, methods kill video when they going from phase one to phase two. But phase two plus no one made a mistake. I, I couldn't see and, one. I couldn't see like, oh, that person screwed up. That person screwed yeah. up. No one made and, a mistake. And that's kind of the design. And I know we will get into that a little bit later about the design of gaming and especially how mm-hmm. Blizzard's take on things are now or what your your ideas of what you feel that they're going with. I mean, it's been that it's been that way for a long time that like the first the first if there's a boss with n number of bosses, the n minus one number of bosses in the in the tier are all, are all like you steamroll through them all, mm-hmm. and then the last one's like the gigantic cock block. Yeah, <laughs> which is and, great, which is great, but it's just yeah. it's just like you have to have this exact comp. I looked at all the current U.S. U.S. Mm-hmm. kills, which are you know ever since the boost. I mean, I got to applaud Blizzard ever since they did the five item level. Mm-hmm. There's been like ten kills. Oh yeah. So yeah. there's been a, a guilds that were maybe struggling. So to yeah. Get that. So that's just a super tight. That's just a mm-hmm. super tightly tuned encounter. Like exactly. You can't, yeah. You can't screw off. You can't have someone playing subpar. You basically you have to have stack the wrong, your deck. You can't have the incorrect class comp. You need to have, you know, uh-huh. Brewmaster Monk, three At least three one. Rogues. At least one yeah. Brewmaster. <laughs> Two, yeah. preferably. Let's see. Huh. <laughs> three three tier bosses now that require Brewmaster Monk. I, yeah. wonder what's, <laughs> I wonder what's going on now. Which is... Because didn't you need one for pretty much... Well, I guess it helped out a lot on Imperator, but... Yeah, no, you had... required for Garage. It was, it was like above and beyond easier on Imperator. I mean, we killed it yeah. with a warrior, which you could technically leap out, mm-hmm. which is kind of the same as Transcendence, but yeah. Transcendence was so easy. You could do it after you were rooted and still be able to move. Yeah, you could do it like in between the boss's swing timer. Almost. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could be sitting there like almost about to explode and then pop out. Like that yeah. was, it was just like face roll how easy it was. Um, and also Chi Burst, you know, the leg sweep. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I know it's, it's really odd to me because they say they don't design encounters to benefit one class, but clearly mm-hmm. they, all the encounters in this entire expansion so far, I haven't seen one saying, oh, Monk's bad on that. Yeah. The only thing the Monk was bad on was heroics and challenge modes. <laughs> that was really it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you had to have the gear. You couldn't have right. the mastery. And, and that was because, I think that was bad because of tuning and stuff. Like, yeah, right was, when the yeah. expansion hit, like, Stagger just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So Well, we didn't have any mastery at all, too. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. Or crit. So Lucifer was, like, never up. And it's just one of those things to where you couldn't really do well it, it, as you expected. And then they buffed the monk really well. I mean, like doubling mm-hmm. the stamina, doubling the armor, something crazy like that, where it was just an insanely good boost, you know, buffing guard to being really respectable now. And even though the tier piece is kind of garbage, it just doesn't matter because the stats are so good. Right. And then the trinkets are the bonus armor proc mastery. I mean, it's like 
Thank you. It's like, <laughs> I, I swear, one of the developers on the items is, is like a brewmaster. I just, right. I, you just tell like all the, it's like all bonus, like melty strike He's mastery like, I'm gonna and everything. I'm going to make this trinket, uh, <laughs> these stats and have yeah. it rock this. Oh, that'll be, yeah. Everybody likes this stuff, right? They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, my class is okay with that. I mean, I'll take that. It's like, yes. Like, they feel yeah. for it. <laughs> and that's, that, I mean, we'll, we'll get it. Like, here's, here's my amateur armchair game designer, like, perspective on that is that they you know they've they've kind of painted themselves into a corner a little bit because they've stratified the classes so much from vanilla and they've tried to and i mean they really did try to, to make like stats matter this expansion like they were you know originally had like like the uh, readiness and um like all, all this stuff they're gonna throw at you and they just couldn't balance it all it was like just a mathematical nightmare to do between like five classes and have all the five classes benefit mm-hmm. in similar ways and it's it's so they have to, I think they actually like, you know, they have to kind of like bite the bullet and say, okay, well, this is going to, this thing's going to make one class overpowered. <laughs> like that's just, <laughs> we, we, we can't balance it. We can't balance it. Basically we can't make all the classes good. Yeah. And I, and I think the one thing as well with that is that they maybe realize that that brewmasters are doing so well, but they, they didn't want to do the Windwalker nerf to them, which mm-hmm. is funny which is beyond belief funny to me because they nerfed like Windwalker into the ground after being so right. strong. Cause all the beginning fights were like pro Windwalker fights, like, right, right, you know, right, Bracken yeah. swore Tectus twin Orgrons. I mean, is, it, it's just like I mean, those fights were so good for monks, but is brewmaster. I mean, granted Windwalker was broken. Brewmaster is a little overpowered. Is it the same scale between the two? Like is, is no, is, I, mean, I think it, Windwalker, it, yeah. Windwalker was like broken, powerful and like, it was so good. Brewmasters, yeah, rest so of great, Those those first few weeks were were fun. Just like, I, like, what buttons do I press? Smash the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, like I rolled in with uh, my Arth guy. I was like, kind of just like being super casual and yeah. rolled in with like my are the uh, the main raid for something wicked. And I was in the middle of the charts, even though I was like twenty eye levels below everyone yeah. else. And I was like, yeah, this is good. I like this feels it. good. And, yeah. yeah, I think you were like like chi explosion on every fight. Isn't that yeah. what it is too? You're like single target chi explosion, exactly. Which is like you know a huge DPS loss, but it's like it doesn't matter because I'm still like number two exactly. overall DPS because the class yeah. is how it's so good that way. And that just that just sends the wrong signal to everyone saying, oh look, this guy's using chi explosion, and oh, he's no. like, it's no. a, well, I mean, yeah, it's like people using it on on. Well, I mean. Also, with the two-piece PvP, rest of pepperonis mm-hmm, bonus. Yeah. Of course, I get it. The next week, they nerf it. Yep. You know, go figure. They're like watching my vlogs like, oh, Golden got the two-piece times to nerf after <laughs> four weeks of having it in and not doing anything. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just the brewmasters are just – they're just good at everything. And that's what – I think that's the issue mm-hmm. more with the class, let alone with – or maybe just other tanks are just not as good. And I think that – it could be maybe that's what – they the brewmasters like, okay, here's our – flag point here's our like you know our, our pin on our chart this mm-hmm. is where we want tanks to be let's get everybody up there and then they but you want to have like paladins a little bit lower and you want to have warriors a little bit lower because they have cooldowns that they can give other tanks like right. brewmasters can't give anybody anything they're just personal survivability yep. you know they can't they can't give you know zenman doesn't redirect anymore mm-hmm. so they can't do the only anything thing they can really do is put a tiger's loss on somebody and that's about <laughs> yeah, it, well, so. yeah exactly that's it <laughs> Uh, but they have do everything well that other tanks can't. But you know they can't do double sacks. They can't do you know they don't have a, a immunity bubble. And, you know, you know they don't have a lot of stuff that you know they don't have. Even though they have good self healing, it's mainly just that absorbs are really out of control. And I think that really more has to do with resolve and how resolve is scaling with with uh, absorbs. I think absorbs just in general are 
Well, because there's not that many. Breaking the game. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, from a healer's perspective, like a disc priest is like, oh, if you don't have a disc priest, you might as well just like bump it down a difficulty because, I mean, I think it just absorbs themselves or, or, or breaking the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and the one thing too about that is because there's not that, everybody used to have an absorb and now like mm-hmm. only a few classes have them now. Yeah. Uh, and also it's just how the damage is like, I don't know. It's it's really strange because, you know, it used to be you have to have absorb to be able to oomph that, you know, one a possibility in an 80% damage hit where yeah. now it's like a 25, 30% damage hit. And so the absorb gets fully you know used or something like that. I mean, it, it's just, to me, it's like, I forget what it was. It was like Mist really explained it well. And so did mm-hmm. Sublet about that because, you know, obviously he had to swap to a, I mean, that's one thing too. Like, you know, he had to swap to a paladin because right. his guild had wanted to kill bosses. And even though he was, you know, really good, uh, Mist Weaver, probably one of the best, uh, you know, out there, paladins are just super strong because of all the stuff that they offer. They offer cooldowns. Right. They offer, you know, uh, was it, uh, yeah, they had raid CDs, like Devotion all their heals had, yeah, yeah Divorce they, they, all their heals basically had a, had a, absorb component to them mm-hmm. and you know it's just really strong if you don't have like a disc priest too and yeah. i don't think i, I don't mean, think he has one i think that's what it is and i think it's just like it's it's the, the absorb the absorb mechanic is just a more proactive heal mm-hmm. and rather than like when you're a misweaver you have to basically like try and be catching catching up all the time yeah. and like getting your rims out there and up and you know uplifting at the right time and and, and stuff like that yeah, so. and, and then also sniping everybody's heels Right, right, right before the tranquility, you just snipe it all out, which is <laughs> which is funny because in Revival. my guild that that's like the one argument between the healers is like is like uh, you know especially on farm like you know heroic stuff it's mm-hmm. you know people are taking damage and all of a sudden like it's like oh revival everybody's instantly full and it's like yeah. oh, and then someone's like oh, I just did a trank I Sorry, hate I you fat finger <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad like number one healing by far yeah <laughs> um but you know I guess then kind of getting into that a little bit uh, we kind of touched on it as well. Uh, but I wanted to kind of get your take on the five item level boost that, you know, Blizzard basically said, hey, big sorry, if anybody knows that beam out there from League of Legends, like, <laughs> big sorry, raid guys. We, we, you know, we, there wasn't enough gap between the two tiers, even though the damage and the, the damage needed, the difficulties mm-hmm. of the boss was actually a full tier, but we only made it like a half a tier step. Sorry about that. Big sorry. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag big sorry. Hashtag big sorry. I think that's going to be the, the name of the show. Hashtag big sorry. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it, that's what it seemed like to me, right? right? I mean, at least is that the same way for you where it was just coming from, I guess, a designer app? Did you think it's this is just like they were they said they were thinking about it for a long time, but, mm-hmm. you know, it happened right when Blood Legion quit. Now we're asylum through in the towel. A lot of these other guilds started throwing in the towels, like these high top guilds. And do you think it was more of a reaction to that, or you know, what what do you think is the reason behind the five item level boost? I mean, I, I, I don't think that it has to do with anything with like the like very high profile guilds like breaking up or quitting or whatever. It's just it's just they they want to hit the most people with the, with the things they do. And so I think maybe people were, I think a lot of people were probably struggling going from high mall heroic into like, um, black rock foundry heroic or something like that. Like there wasn't enough gear different. they like the gear mm-hmm. differential was too high for like, you know, for, for people that are, for where they're, that their content. And so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I Basically catering to casuals, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like damn casuals, the rotunds of the world. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I, I would. It, it's a dangerous. It's a. It's just a weird precedent to set to to just throw eye levels at people when they should be like, like if 
if there was another raid on the horizon and they wanted to get people like, you know, through the content, they wanted to like, you know, get the major, get the majority of the population through the content to see the content before the new raid comes out, then that seems like it would be the time to like bump the eye level or whatever so that, you know, people just don't like leave a tear behind or whatever. But Mm -hmm. we're not seeing content for a long time. Like, I don't think at least four months, I would say at this point, I mean, for me at least I would say four months, I I could see mid July. I could even see September. I mean, and this is, this is going to really suck, but when you put in a little Overwatch beta around June, mm-hmm. I mean, then people yeah. forget about, you know, the World right. Warcraft the, expansion. Kind of the stale, you know, think raids going mm-hmm. stale a little bit or whatever. But I mean, I mean, they, there's, I think it's, it's weird to me that they haven't nailed this by now, but like, you gotta, you kind of want to get the tier that lasts just long enough. And I think like, like having people go through the raid content we'll get them gear, we'll get them experience. And so that'll like, that's like, there's a very like organic natural way to get people through the, through the, you know, the people they want to get people into mythic rating. Cause that's like, that's the, the cool, the cool kids rating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, and, and that'll happen eventually, but maybe, maybe, maybe they saw something different on there and maybe they did see like lots and lots of guilds starting to break up because of the, the mythic push or the mythic, you know, knee bend in the, in the difficulty curve or whatever. But I mean, um, or I mean, I don't know. I got, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling to think like, I mean, they could nerf black hand. Like if they want to get more guilds to like, just get black hand down, they could like either nerf black hand and that feels bad to everybody. Or they could buff everyone's gear, which doesn't feel as bad. I guess. Well, I mean, it, well, it did feel bad for a lot of those guilds though. I mean, a lot of guilds mm-hmm. were really pissed off that they did that because, mm-hmm. you know, it was basically like pushing, like, it's like, Oh, you nerfed the content. I mean, anytime, even though it's like, you're basically buffing players power rather mm-hmm. than, ner- which is, they've always liked to do. They don't really like nerfing stuff. Uh, I think, uh, Ian, um, mentioned this with a watcher. If anybody doesn't know, um, mm-hmm. mentioned that in like, well, I think one of his interviews, either it was like a, uh, like final boss interview or and maybe just one of those blizzard like you know paid interviews or whatever they they do where it's like yeah high professional stuff and like Laura's sitting there with this fro being all froy and like crazy <laughs> taking up the entire camera yeah, taking up the entire camera with just this fro <laughs> um but you know he mentioned that they don't like nerfing content because it doesn't it doesn't feel as rewarding but when you boost players power it's right. like ooh, i'm i'm powerful i see the damage numbers and it feels mm-hmm. better and it did i mean I, i'll be the first one to raise my hand saying you know seeing me doing more numbers and bigger net damn you know bigger numbers right. is like yeah i'm doing more damage and it just feels that way rather than oh they nerfed it you know that's kind of the one yeah. thing yeah I mean, and like we kind of talked about before, like when you buff the eye levels, like that has an impact on your like garrison caches. That has an impact on like uh, everything. BOEs. All the yeah, all the BOEs, like all that kind of stuff. Like, well, I don't know if BOEs got buffed, did they? They did. Everything okay. in Blackrock Foundry got buffed. Yeah, so like that has that that has like that trickles down to previous tiers or whatever. So that gives other people a bigger bump or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean. It's it's just weird. I got like I don't well, understand why they did it. But well, I think I think at least from my my perspective, and I think I've mentioned this either previously here or on one of the other shows I do, um, that basically my take on it is obviously it's a five item level boost for heroic gear, bringing mm-hmm. up to mythic eye level standard eye level of high mall. And to me, that means that seems a basic design point to do. Like, okay, you're doing mythic. Heroic should be the same difficulty, probably a little easier, but we want to keep the eye level because it is de- technically a new tier or a half tier step 
That way, when you get the new heroic items, you're going to be wanting to keep them. And the main issue is that the four, the two, the bonuses were so strong that players were nerfing their eye levels, eye levels, and you know overall major stat items in order to pick up those bonuses. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's like you know nerfing your power by three percent right, but yeah. gaining five percent in power. So yeah, really, the right. median so is you two. like wash wash out yeah. basically. Yeah, so it's that makes I, sense. I think that's what was going on, and maybe that's why they said, "Hey, we need to bring this eye level up because pl- players are sitting there in their heroic gear." Like, I mean, you know, I am. I still have like full heroic, uh, you know, four piece, right. and they're just not go bothering for even mythic gear because they need to keep their four piece because it's so strong for their class. Mm-hmm. Let's bring them up so it's not that big. But then also, what they did too is bring up mythic, making like anything now like right. used to be like well, I think like, one of them was skills of doom. Um, right. Hino Lover said he was going to do some tests. I haven't seen anything yet, but you know, Scales of Doom was like the third best trinket for single target right. for monks, and now right. it's because of the boost. It's be below all. I think it's even below heroic stuff now, or most of the heroic stuff. Okay, so I think it's like four fifth or something. It's still up there, but uh, you know, if you get a mythic, basically if you get a mythic, you know, yeah. even if you get a mythic DST, it's better than Scales of Doom now, or okay. before it really wasn't. Yeah, I mean that that's fair. Like they definitely want like upgrades to feel like upgrades i think that like i remember i remember coining coining a ring off of heroic off the heroic black rock foundry and it was i had a heroic warforge i had a mythic warforge ring in my that i was using currently because i i got it out of a cache from high mall and it was like a one eye level eye level increase to wear the new ring and i thought i was like man that's <laughs> not very nice that's that sucks i don't yeah, it doesn't feel very good. So maybe there's something to do with that. Just that, like when you throw the forge, when you throw that forge into the equation, it kind of like it it it, it doesn't feel like an upgrade because like it's so because it's like as a razor thin margin between the two or whatever. But I don't well, know. Well, or people were dumping their higher item level gear to go for the better stat allocated bonuses, items. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and also the multi strike. I mean, definitely talking about coming from a monk perspective all this multi-strike on like everything in Black Rock Foundry is like a yes, thank you, which then also makes me believe when they're, when, you know, hearing the rumors coming out of the dev, uh, you know, the chat rooms or whatever they have uh, talking about, they're worried about monk scaling. I can see why, because there's so much multi-strike in, mm-hmm. in Black Rock Foundry, but then they also have to realize other classes get those gear too. It's not just the monk. Right. And right. looking at how they kind of balance all the other classes, you can see now if you just look at like you know the simcraft stuff you know monk is still going to be better on like the multi target sustain but you know multi target burst you know single target still you know decent middle of the pack upper middle of the pack but you know in a good spot for that but then you know when you have like one fight the entire tier like iron maidens it's just like it looks really strange when you have like like for me <laughs> i did played like really terrible this last week on a heroic i was like i just you know i i got targeted like four times by the little gun thing the like fire fire thing you have to run out of the raid yeah. you're getting the blood so you're like out of like getting able to do cleave damage and still being number one by far in the raid <laughs> damage which is just you know that just but that speaks to that, that yeah. specific encounter i mean it's like the twin orgron of yeah. the tier where monks are just so good strong because as storm earth and fire right and going back going back what you said earlier when they design encounters around you know mechanics mm-hmm. that the classes have does this mean that we're always that there's at least one there's at least going to be one twin fight per tier yeah. where we can just like cleave the crap out of it mm. and and wind walkers are good. Yeah, which I think it would not surprise me at all. And I've kind of heard rumors here or there, like, you know, obviously the IRC chat, which is like filled with 
false rumors <laughs> and just like, like, oh yeah, I think this is like, I come in saying, oh. The hive of scum and villainy yeah. that is Monk of <laughs> yeah, Serenity. Serenity. Where usually I come in and I with my little troll ACI face and I go, oh, rest in pepperonis, guys. We just got nerfed. And everybody's like, what? And freaking out and having a panic yeah, attack. Yeah. And I do my little troll face and they all mad at me. That's, yeah. that's what I like doing most of the time. But, uh, you know, kind of going, you know, with just people going, hey, you know, I've been hearing this or, you know, you hear through the grapevine through other guilds that, you know, maybe they know someone that works at Blizzard or is maybe on the testing team or know someone on the testing team type thing saying that Storm Earth and Fire is most likely going to get nerfed. Mm-hmm. Probably by a very probably like five percent, which we've already said the entire time. I think ever since beta of Warlords, right. that hey, you might want to look at this spell. Like, it's kind Storm of Earth strong. Fire is very strong. Yeah, it's really strong. Maybe <laughs> tone it back a tiny bit just to make yeah. it in line with like other classes. But then if they do that, what's the next class they have to look at? Mages, which I yeah. who are basically like with their little arcane thing that they throw on the ground and shoot at stuff. Yeah, it's basically like Storm Earth and Fire on crack. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just, you know, you just burst it really quick with all your stuff and then you're and then you're done for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I guess that kind of really covers the more of the eye level stuff that I really wanted to get into. Um, and then I also wanted to have you on as well um, because, you know, I've been getting a lot of comments from people here or there just like asking me either, you know, in game, uh, some Twitter stuff, things like that. Um, and mm-hmm. also looking at the forums. I know MMOC forums is not the best place to look at these days. <laughs> But um, kind of going over, you know, looking at people are like going stat allocations and they're throwing out these weird numbers and people always have to come in and, and kind of say, oh, no, this right. is not how it is. So I just wanted you to kind of go through the basics. We did this a long time ago. I remember in like I think the beginning of the, the show, actually, we kind of went over it, but it's been such a long time. There's a lot of new people coming back in because monks are really good now. So mm-hmm. I wanted you to kind of walk through someone of how to set up your spreadsheet Sure. How to walk through it, where to look at for different things, where to look at for your stuff, what each, not what each column goes by because you can kind of tell, but give right. kind of like a basic, like a, a spreadsheet for dummies. So that way people <laughs> out there can, you know, that are listening because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of people here that might be listening that are in heroic guilds that are mm-hmm. maybe just starting out mythic and they're wanting to push that little percent more and they just want to maybe know more about their class. So I'll, yeah. I'll relinquish the floor for you for now. So uh, yeah, just kind of give like a little uh, basics for your spreadsheet. Okay. So yeah, I this the spreadsheet I've set. I've tried to set it up to be just you. What you do is you plug in your stats. Um, you can set up a few options, and then uh, the, the, what it'll give you is is kind of an estimated DPS is for a like a patchwork type encounter, so like single target um, type of encounter, and it'll also give you kind of the, what the, what the stat weights will be for your current gear set and kind of what your um, what your options are. So. Um, all you got to do is, is, is if you look in the top left corner, you can just go by your armory, armory character doll and just plug in the numbers. So, you know, plug in how much agility you have, how much haste, mastery, crit, and so on and so forth. And then also your weapon damage. And then underneath that, there's like a little option section. So you can say, okay, um, like there's, for instance, there's an option saying how effective is my, am I using Fist of Fury? Um, is it 85%? Like am I hundred percent would be meaning that I'm hitting it at, like on cooldown every time. No, like no gaps. It's, it's, it's up, you know, and you getting the most out of it possible. Zero percent is I'm never using it. So like say, okay, ask yourself, okay, how, how well am I using it? And I'm saying like, an, you know, generally I'm saying the, the, a good, a, a good to average or average player would probably be using it maybe like eighty five percent effectively. Like I, there's definitely times when I don't hit it exactly on cooldown or, or whatever. 
Um, and then same thing, like, okay, how, how good am I using Brighton Sun Kick? And how good am I using? Am I using Serenity immediately on cooldown every time? And so you can kind of go through there and kind of build a, you know, build your play style. And then um, what it'll end up giving you is is kind of a yeah, an estimated estimated DPS, and then also kind of where your stat weights sit. So if you added another stat of haste, or if you added another stat of crit, how much DPS is that worth? And um, kind of go from there and kind of see what kind of gear you should be aiming for. And then um, and then just a uh, it gives you a on average how much how much how hard your abilities will be hitting. So it'll tell you like how much on average how how hard does your rising sun kick hit? How much does your blackout kick hit, hit for? And, and so on and so forth. So you can kind of you know compare that to in game and 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 see how see how you're doing. So um, but yeah, and then it's you know it it, it has its limitations. It doesn't. Um, I, I do the best I can to kind of stack tiger stri- tiger strikes with tiger eye brew and infissa fury and things like that. But and those are things you should be doing. But for the most part, it, it what it'll do is kind of spread um, tiger eye brew across your rotation. So making sure you have like a hundred percent up hundred percent uptime, but a lower potency. But so um, that's the only like that's the only like real limitation of the spreadsheet. It's you know it's not as good as SimCraft at doing kind of like um, stacking up trinkets and cooldowns and, and things like that. But um, it's just it's just a quick and dirty you know if if you don't want to go and and sim do death by SimCraft, um, you can kind of <laughs> just plug in your plug in your stats and uh, and kind of see what what you should be aiming for. And, um, and I think the the one thing I like about it too the most, and I th- I think this is where we found out that was it that Tyra Sharks is bugged from this. I think right. from your spreadsheet yeah. because mm-hmm. I was looking at I think I don't I'm not sure if I maybe I was looking at it or something something like that, and it was just weird how it was coming out as. And also I think we found another bug with was a blackout kick calculation was incorrect or or something along. It was I like think a, Tiger Palm. Yeah, Tiger Palm. That was Tiger it. Palm is still. I think on on live right now, Tiger Palm is still not using the right spell. It's hitting harder than it should. Yeah, which is a bug, but that they've already. I think they've even said it was, or they mm-hmm. said it was a tooltip error or something. Yeah. No, I I have a log. I mean, I can go dig out the log, <laughs> but it's. Um, it's hitting harder. It's just basically hitting harder than it should in on live, mm-hmm. right? But it's like it's pre-applying the thirty percent buff is almost right. what it seems like. So, which could be the case. I mean, maybe that's how it's coded. Where apply thirty percent debuff and then it attack use the ability to right. calculate the damage. Which may, maybe that might make sense as far as like thinking about it from someone who does a lot of coding when you're yeah. putting stuff out <laughs> in a priority list. Maybe they just like that's how they have it set, just so it's like, a little mm-hmm. more accurate for things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really like it because also you could toggle on two piece, four piece, and actually see without having to do like you mentioned, just without having to go through a different profile, setting mm-hmm. all this up. And I mean, SimCraft, you have to like you know do actual number right. changes. You could just add in like, oh, what is one hundred fifty multi strike do to me? Right. You know, what if I, I mean, swap? You, what if I swap yeah. my gems out? You could do it so quickly. And so fast that it's just like done instantly instead of having right. to like wait. You it can out. kind of see, okay, oh, if I if I have the four piece, it's like four percent more DPS. Yeah, gotcha, or something like that. Yeah, and you could just see like a just a basic understanding of stuff. And I, re- I really like the like, the way that it has the like you mentioned the calculating like okay on this fight because of how we have our strategy, I'm not really using fist of fear on cooldown. Let's see how much I because sh- you always people always want to kind of know what they're generally doing. Mm-hmm. Like, am I really underperforming, or is it just based on our strategy, or am I you know what's going on? So you can kind of get an idea 
And, right. and that's what I really like it for. I mean, SimCraft, you're going to say, this is my theoretical best I can ever do. Right. It's, it's, it's pegging the, it's, it's saying you're the, you're, you're a perfect player and yeah. the encounter is going to favor you hundred percent of the time and that you're never going to make a mistake. And, and I don't know. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can make yeah. SimCraft a little bit dumber in some ways, but it's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, that's why I made this spreadsheet in the first place is because I was like, well, SimCraft it was way back. It was way back in the day of like tier fourteen, where it was like <laughs> I don't think Supergirl was um, updated at all at that point. <laughs> where it was just like where the devs were were saying no, like haste is not a good stat, but SimCraft was like haste is best stat because uh, it can play like a robot and not like a human. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like having those abilities where you're looking. That's one thing I really hated about SimCraft because using it, you know, back in I think it was like yeah, it's five point. Three, I think, is when it was, or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, back in you know, mop, where you're sitting there and you're looking at like SimCraft, and they're never capping energy, right. and they're using Fist of Fury on cooldown. Right, and it's like, how are you able to do this? This is impossible. But when you have like no lag time, no movement time, the boss sits there. Right, yeah, obviously you can, and you know, calculate it or using like EB like all the time right. when not capping energy. It's just like I just remember that I was, like getting so crazy about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then, and then throwing Roro in the mix too. Like it was like. <laughs> It was making perfect, perfect use of that buff. Yeah. It's like, I've, you don't, you, I don't know, Semcraft can hit that, hit that, uh, hit that trinket with like, or hit your tiger eyebrow with like 0.05 seconds left on the buff or whatever and snapshot yeah. it perfectly. But yeah. And then the one thing too that, I mean, I, and that's why I use Semcraft for, I use it really more for, you know, how, what is my theoretical best DPS at? Like, that's how I, that's all I use it for. I say, okay, this is, yeah. if I approach this and do this close to it, I'm like, oh, I'm only a couple thousand off. I'm playing really good. That's right. kind of how I judge it. Because when you're in a raid atmosphere, you move around, there's stuff that happens. You have to go kill something. You, you oh, someone says stop DPS. You have yeah. to stop DPS. Simcraft says, no, I'm not. I'm a scumbag. And then it just keeps going. Yeah. And they both have their, I think, I don't know, both have their value, I think. Like, Simcraft is really, really useful. I, I like it personally when they, because you can actually, like, at a, at a at a glance, you can go and see how classes stack up together. Yeah. Now, keep in that's mind, really that's, keep in mind that's based off data mined, you know, all the stuff that gets data mined. And it's also based off of how good the profiles maintained by the people maintaining them, yeah. which are, like, volunteers and stuff. Like, it's not... It's not going to be blizzard. It's not you know blizzard quality or whatever, but it's it's definitely a good good like ten thousand twenty thousand foot view of like where classes are you know comparing with each other and, and stuff like that. So, but well, yeah, I mean, and I think the one thing too uh, for a lot of people is you know using more tools to your tool belt is always good. I mean, you mm-hmm. can never go wrong with something that's going to help you out a little more. And you know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of their classes have spreadsheets, and you know, obviously, since most recently, which I mean, people may know that mm-hmm. if you know, follow me on Twitter or anything like that, you know, having to look for a new guild when my guild uh, roasts some pepperonis, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, seeing seeing like the oh, what spreadsheets do you look for, things like that. It's like oh, well, that's right, I use this one, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, well, most people don't know about it, like. You know, they ask all these questions on the monk forums on the MMOC, and they ask these basic stuff that's covered in just if you just open up, you know, your spreadsheet and just brand it. Yeah, and I, I like I still I still troll I or I still creep on MMOC. Troll. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, not, you, I don't troll. troll yes, he does. You're very sometimes troll. a little bit when I'm feeling when I'm when I'm in a bad mood. I'll, or not, no, that's that's horrible. Um, no, I I'll go and see MMOC, and I really like. So there's our thread that say like, what are the what are the best stat weights? And I really want to go in there and just like drop my spreadsheet and, and run out. But I feel bad about just like self promotion like that. So I just like <laughs> let people find it, I guess. But maybe I should 
yell it, like scream it at the top of my lungs, like, look at my spreadsheet. It does the things you want. Yeah. And I think, the, yeah, the put, main, a pay, put a PayPal donate button <laughs> yeah, right there right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think, yeah, that's the one thing people don't understand is uh, at least maybe some people out there that don't really traffic these areas that, you know, eight out of nine posts or not even not that close, probably like eight out of 10 is just people asking for stat updates because they're just, mm-hmm. they got a new item. They got a new weapon. Is this better than this? You know, should I be stacking crits? Should I be going versatility? Mm-hmm. And, I, and the funniest thing, which I have to commend you for, Rotund, is I think this was back in Blackrock Foundry versus opening up, or not even that, back when WAD was getting like in the beta, you mm-hmm. were one of the for only people that I know that were saying, you know what, this versatility isn't that bad for monks. It's not that bad. And everybody's like, versatility is so crap. It's such, <laughs> I hate this stat. This is the worst stat. This is the worst stat. It doesn't do anything. It's like so yeah. terrible. And like our initial sims, initial stuff was really low. But now we're here, BlackRock, and getting towards the middle of the tier, middle of the expansion. And it's like our third best stat for both specs. I mean, it's the all around good stat right now. Yeah. It's, and it's, so it's you're good. like another trendsetter. So you're like, versatility is good. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you. I guess, but I didn't balance it. Like <laughs> Blizzard did that. So. Well, you didn't yeah. build that bridge. Yeah, well, me, yeah. well, me, but you I mean you mentioned it because it's just how your um, spreadsheet was ranking. It was just so good when you got more and more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one good thing about the difference between SimCraft and and spreadsheets is that SimCraft is like a like you said a snapshot of what's going on now, this instant. Right. A spreadsheet, you can say, hey. What if I get this much stat of this more stat of this? What if I get these stat weights or these stat points here? Like I get to 65% multi-strike. I get to 40% crit. Where does everything else weigh there? And you can kind of get your stat weights up at that point and get them kind of get like a forecast of what you should probably be looking at or going for in the future. Right. Which definitely helps for progression. Yeah. Because you could definitely put yourself in like end of tier like put put this like you know inflate your inflate your stats basically the end of tier kind of stat weights and just play around with them and put them in and see you know what gear should I be going for by the end of the tier what what's going to give me the best mm-hmm. you know end result or whatever so yeah like everybody's going for that or gorger ring the crit multi strike because they're like yeah. oh, crit multi strike but really that ver- that multi strike versatility ring is better because on mm-hmm. flamebender because it has more multi strike per point right. and versatility is just better than crit. So yeah, and and you know versatility. Well, you can you can argue that I would say because versatility that you, you definitely there's a there's a damage output component, but there's also a damage intake component as yeah, well, which is why which I love helps. I love that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so helpful, especially like Chromog. Yeah. You know when there's just constant AOE damage coming out. Yeah. I mean right and now versatility doesn't have like diminishing returns either. Like it's always yeah. going to give you, it's always going to give you up or down. It's not going to like be worth less as you get more of it or something. There's like no that. RNG component to it. Yeah, it's a exactly. flat component to it, which I really like. And I, I just like that a lot more. So, I mean, we'll have to really see how it plays forward though, going with this tier. And it's going to be, to me, it's going to be really interesting how it's going to play forward in the next tier, whenever that is. And, you know, definitely have to have you back on to discuss that as well when we get there. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's always nice to have you on. Like I said, you know, I always try to poke poke the bull every once in a while. I know. We have, the, we have really good bromance. <laughs> yeah. I feel. Well, I mean, it's just because you know, we started out. I mean, it's just, you know, we started out the show. And unfortunately, your path had to go to more casual aspect of it. I know. It. Uh, but I mean, I, I think right now it's uh, right now to me, Windwalker's at such a great place. I mean, mm-hmm. 
you know, you could play good, you could play be a good or above good player, and you could find a guild easily out there. It's just Windwalker isn't at a place where you really want to have two in the raid at all times, like right. Rogue. Right. And when it gets to that point, then that's usually when they nerf us. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, I guess. I mean, I I, I look at Warcraft logs and I see mm-hmm. like the I see this like you know the, the stats the stats page where they're stacking all the classes and see who's who's performing the best. And Windwalker is close to the top. Yeah. Like I see that definitely. Like you know, we're probably like fourth or fifth best or mm-hmm. something like that. That. Is that is that just because we're a good class, or is that is there some scumbagging in there, or like what's no, no good class good right class. now? We're okay. in a good spot. We're in a really good spot for everything. Okay. Uh, the one issue, the only issue is that rogues are just a little bit better because they have a little bit better, like you know, cloak of shadows. Right. Everything in the in the game right now seems like they have some kind of magic application mm-hmm. where you can just immune it completely with a rogue. Right. And rogues have just been always you know stellar. They also can go to subtlety and they can go to combat and still be really strong. So. Mm. You know, obviously, checks and serenity are kind of the same way. But um, from what my experience is, just rogues are just a little bit more powerful as far as like, and also smoke. Bomb. Yeah, I think you they have more. They're more. They're more. They have more tools available to yeah. them, and yeah, can do more stuff. So. Yeah, and tricks of the trade, even though it doesn't do that much, it still kind of helps pick up loose ads. Like for instance, on Darmac, mm-hmm. you know, just small thing. It's just like small things, but you know, playing with this group that I'm with now with some really good players and and the other former guild I was in. Um, just this is just a range tier, so range is gonna be the top four spots, probably above the monk is gonna be a tier, but right. I mean, a, a range. But I think monks are probably one of the top three melee now. I think it goes warrior, rogue, monk currently. Then after that, it's probably DK, Rhett, and Feral pretty close clumped together. I thought and then enhancement that, shaman were like no, baller for only only because they're cooldown based. They're like heavily cooldown based right now. Okay. So if you have a, a equally a highly geared enhanced shaman, they can do good on some fights, but they're terrible single target. Okay, like yeah, I thought monk, it was all about like the flame shock with like yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean if it's they're like yeah, I mean they're really good if it's like an AOE or AOE burst situation, but they're really bad at anything else. Gotcha. So like th- like train boss. Iron Maidens, they're pretty... They're not better than a monk at Iron Maidens, but they're pretty close up there as long as you stack the bosses. Like, if you... If there's, like, a spread spread multi-target boss fight, sustain monk, obviously. Stack, mm-hmm. it's... They're about, you know, enhanced are pretty good, but uh, but this is just, like, the tier of the range, at least yeah. this tier specifically. Last tier, melee were really good. Mm-hmm. Melee are terrible, this one, but there's just so many fights where range are just... Like, Chromog, for instance, being able mm-hmm. to hit all three pillars at once... Vastly superior than melee. Right. Um, being a moonkin is, I, I think moonkin is <laughs> like being a moonkin. Being a moonkin, like, that's yeah. just this tier is just godly for moonkins, which you could tell by a lot of the kills that there's like four mm-hmm. moonkins in there. <laughs> yep. Um, and then rogues are just really so much damage. Yeah. And then rogues are just like this fridge's black hand having to have three rogues because you the strategy is just more efficient with three rogues. Um, I think the only guild, well, there's a couple guilds I've seen killed up with two rogues, but you have to have at least two rogues to clear the bombs. Mm-hmm. There's just no way around it. So right. it's just one of those unfortunate things. But uh, yeah, I mean, going as far as rating is currently, Monk is in a good spot for all three specs of the class. That's I mean, good. sometimes, I mean, I think the first healing class to sit out for a specific fight for, say, a Resto Shaman is a Monk, uh, unfortunately. But that's just because Resto Shaman have an OP four piece. And so right. if that was toned down, then monks would be in there, but monks are still really good on on a lot of counters. So, okay. overall, I think they're a good spot. So, putting on the putting on the the podcast host hat again, <laughs> like, uh, what would you? I mean, what are the things that? What are the issues that with Windwalker that need to be fixed? I know that like rushing Jade Wind kind of feels orphaned right yes. now, and you know, I don't think I don't think Jwen's like a showstopper. 
I guess maybe maybe our level ninety talents just kind of like. Well, no, Chi Torpedo is good now. Chi Torpedo okay. is good at a burst. I just did on on uh, Thorogar Heroic. Okay. Really good, but it's so like it's it's just strange. Like they should allow Glyph to make it so where you go half this distance, but you still do the damage because mm-hmm. that would make yeah, it. Yeah, because it, it like oh I can't jab because I'm like eight yards away from the boss. Well, no, now. it's just like, like going back and forth. Like that's what it's designed oh, yeah. for. You go boom, boom, boom three times. Obviously, you have to compare it with serality mm-hmm. to get the cooldown on it and everything like that. But it just it's just it's, there's really no fight that it's good at. It's like you could cheese like Darmac stuff. You can get high parses that way. It's more of a parse spec. Right. Um, I mean, it's really good for healing, though. (laughs) Yeah, spec. Yeah, talent. But, you know, it is a spec because you really can't. It changes the way you play. Like, it makes it to where Chi Burst isn't usable because even though Chi Burst is really strong now. So, I think for me, yeah, Rushing Jade Win needs a little. It needs to be better designed, I think. Um, just so it'd be really usable on anything AOE or any kind of like sustained cleat. Like it'd be nice to like abandon Zwin, pick up Rushing Jade Wind on like say Darmac when ads come in and mm-hmm. not feel like a DPS loss. I think they should bump it down to two targets for the extra chi gen. And I think that'll be right. enough. I think okay. that'll be enough right there because you're only cool. getting one chi. So, it, you know, two targets, one chi it should be good right. for things like that. Um, outside of that, they need a buff um, Hurricane Strike. They, they just have Again? to buff it. Yes. Oh, it's still man. terrible. And the main thing, too, is that which Hina Lover found out on uh, one of the shows that we did, that it actually picks one target and attacks it 15 times. It doesn't pick all the targets in front of it and attack them 15 times. Mm. So what really happens is it just goes, you, I'm picking you, and I'm hitting you a bunch of times. Which, obviously, when you read it, it doesn't seem that way. When you use it, it doesn't right. seem that way. It seems like it's a cleave, like it's a, yeah. a an old warrior cleave, right? There's a little bit of distance there between, like, adver- what's advertised on it. Exactly. And so I think maybe it's just a bug, or they just I think they just don't know what to do with that one, unfortunately. Um, it's really fun to use, though. It's really cool to see that like, the little <laughs> swirls, and you're like, woo, doing, like, the... you know, the Fireworks are going off. Yeah, exactly. And- it's really cool to use it, and I would love to use it because it seemed like it's a good talent, but... Overall, it's just it just you know false average. It's like a you know snake oil. I guess you could say mm-hmm. it's it just does not go what's what's advertised. Well, that's a bummer. I think I think, but but as far as that, I think monks are in a good spot. Uh, obviously, we want to cool down. Everybody class, every class does. Yeah. But I think the way that we're at right now, we're really good. We're really at a good point. Um, being able to minimize our personal damage taken is a huge bonus to a lot of guilds. And also the the movement bonus does movement bonus does help slightly, but I think it should be forty yards or raid wide. I I think it should be raid wide to make it noticeable. Or hundred yards or just you know something. Yeah, hundred yards. Yeah, exactly. Like hundred yards, I think would be good. I don't know if that would like make PVP stupid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it basically make PVP. But I mean, there's no monks in PVP, so that'd be great for (laughs) RBGs. So, I mean, I think yeah. devs, I mean, I think Halinka would really like that because then you say, okay, if there's a monk, a Windwalker monk in there, even if he's not doing as good as a, all like a, other classes, like a rogue can stun everybody, he'll at least have that mo- movement bonus so you can kite a little bit better. So you can have like these strange kite comps and things like that as far as uh, mm-hmm. PvP goes. But yeah, I think, I think 40 yards even would be good because if you're 40 yards from the, bo- on the boss and your melee mm-hmm. range right. should be close or at least most yep. of the range. So, you know, yeah, I'm thinking that, like, I think that's like the, the longest the longest range spell in the game is 40 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, I, w- I would like to see that because, for instance, like Cro-Mog is a good fight. 
for example, or Thorgar, you know, train boss, we have to move from the tracks. I mean, we use a roar every time we move, but it'd be nice when you're just moving, you know, one track over that everybody can move at a, you know, the 10% bonus. And then it makes the wind walker feel a little bit, you know, like it's needed. It's required to be in there. I mean, I could definitely tell, or at least not, not required, but useful. No. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Useful. I mean, It'd be, well, I'd always like to have a one walker be required. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think all one walkers out there would as well. But, like, but, uh, but yeah. And then for us, cannot, cannot convert this raid to mythic without one wind walker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, Brewmasters, solid spot. I think Miss Weavers are in a good spot. I think they could probably use a little bit of help on cooldowns. I'd like to see Life Cocoon reduced in uh, cooldown time, but maybe a little bit less effectiveness. Be more of like a really, really powerful pre-shield would be or at better. Least have the, at least have the hot buff. The oh, yeah. Hot, that, and that's or like that. Yeah. Or the, the exactly. Thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that would be better, better for the for the buff overall is, you know, you know, you get a, a tiny shield, maybe like a 25 percent of what the current shield is like. So it's a little bit of cooldown, but the hot is what really helps you out. So you can right. kind of use it for more of like damage taken phases rather than like on Blast Furnace, you know, yeah. one tank gets the buff. It gets like a huge amount of buff. You can throw that on there and the the hots will heal them up from uh, like your druid or other mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. I think that pretty much actually wraps up everything we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything, any last, any last words, any last words, <laughs> last final, what would you want on your um, tombstone? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, it's, it's interesting to just kind of watch the stuff from afar. Like I watch, mm-hmm. I see people talking about like, you know, monks on Twitter and, and see what's going on in the game. And I'm glad that I'm very, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of a proud parent to feel like monks are in a good spot from what they were and, and, you know, from back in Throat of Thunder. And I'm glad like, you know, they're, they're useful and wanted. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll never quite, I don't think I'll ever, it's going to be like hotel California. Like I can check out anytime I, I want, but I'll never be able to leave. Like, <laughs> um, I'm always going to be like, you know, being a creeper and watching from a distance, but, um, yeah, I've just been occupying with, occupying my time with other stuff. Unfortunately, we got to, had to change jobs. And so it's not got rating rating doesn't mix well with it. And Yeah. So just basically life caught up to you. Life caught up. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm one with the, uh, another, another burnout, like everyone else. Like we all <laughs> decided like we had our breaking point, like, nope, can't, can't keep up with all these internet kids anymore. So <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off, yeah. Get off your lawn. <laughs> Well, if you want to get in touch with uh, Brotund and say, I'm going to stand on your lawn, uh, or you can reach him out on Twitter <laughs> at Brotund. And then uh, we'll definitely have the the spreadsheet in the show link, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, it also is in, if you go to MMOC and all his forum posts, it'll be there. There's also a thread on the MMOC forums as well that has the spreadsheet up there when it's updated. Um, yep. And the thread key, and the thread is also like kind of my change log yeah. as well. So like every time I make a change to the spreadsheet, there'll be a note in there saying, this is what changed since last time, so no one's like going in this going in the spreadsheet and things are different from the last time they looked at it or whatever if they're you know the just so people know like it's not it's not you're not going crazy something actually changed so <laughs> <laughs> and and if you want to get in touch with the show you can reach us at monk podcast on twitter show up monkcraftpodcast.com and obviously monkcraftpodcast.com where you have all our archived episodes up on there so you can take a look at them and there's also download links now too included apparently i they disappeared at one point uh, so they're back now. So if you want to like download them for later or whatever for your drive or 
make a CD of it or something like that. <laughs> Who makes CDs these days? Make some, a mixtape. And make the, a mixtape, uh, <laughs> yeah, for for your uh, for your dance dancing moves that you do yeah. in those the clubbings, right? Oh no, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, thanks uh, Rotun for joining this week. It's been really great talking to you again. And then we uh, thank you out there for listening this week. And we hope to have you back here each and every week on Minecraft Podcast. Take care.